from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. This is the WIA National News. It is the last news for 2017 as we head into the brand new year of 2018 after Christmas Day tomorrow. You know, 70 years ago this month, a group of 14 men set up on Heard Island in the Southern Ocean, about 4,000 kilometres southwest of mainland Australia, and begun the first of the Australian National Antarctic Research Expeditions, ANARI. Arthur Campbell Drury, VK3 ACD slash Heard, Silent Key, was at Atlas Cove. The base on Heard Island closed in March of 1955, when Anari moved to Mawson Station. Now to commemorate that anniversary, the call sign VI70HI is on air December 19, February 28, with the website qrz.com noting all activity will be from mainland Australia and not Heard Island. The activity will be on HF from 160 to 10 metres SSB, CW, RITI and possibly digital modes. A commemorative QSL card will be available via the QSL manager, Charles M0OXO. He states, however, though, that no QSL card should be sent via the Bureau, as they will not be answered. A shame, but still worth working, VI70HI. Great Eastern Fly-In, January 5th, 2018, 12pm to January 7, 2018 at 5pm. And Summerland Amateur Radio Club around Lismore will again be assisting with monitoring and recording airband radio at the Great Eastern Fly-In. They'll set up in the afternoon of Friday the 5th at the old wartime canteen directly opposite the main aircraft apron. All are welcome to call in, weather permitting this is a terrific event, attracting large numbers of visitors to the Summerland area. Another Radio Amateur Society in VK. A new Australian amateur radio representative body has been formed, the Radio Amateur Society of Australia. RASA says it will listen to the needs and concerns of all amateurs and will make submissions to the regulator on their behalf. They intend to open lines of communication with as many Australian radio amateurs and clubs as possible to draw from their knowledge and experience. New digital mode puts Beacon off air. A clash has occurred on six metres in Australia with the popular FT digital mode FT8. Introduced in June 2017 and nominating 50.313 MHz as a worldwide operating frequency, but already occupied by a propagation beacon. The Barossa Valley Beacon, VK5RBV, has been switched off to avoid interfering with stations running FT8. Mind you, VK5RBV has been operating for many years on 50.315, but the developers of FT8 have nominated that frequency as its operating frequency. WIA Technical Advisory Committee is carefully looking at the matter and welcomes input as it looks for a new beacon frequency. The obvious choice would appear to be the band segment beginning at 50.4. This segment has already been adopted by IARU Region 1 as its new exclusive beacon segment and it's logical for us to follow the same path. And this may be a forerunner of similar clashes as more digital modes come into use in the same part of the band. FT8 is also becoming popular on 2 metres and may be ideally suited on a group of spot frequencies recommended for modes of different bandwidths. The narrow band channel of 144.32 is the logical one for FT8 in the WIA band plan, 
but it is noted that 144.313 has also been used for FT8. The new digital mode of HF at weak signal levels, low power levels and almost any antenna is enabling lots of contacts, but the trend on 6 metres seems to be using it on higher power levels. FT8 in its description has been designed for sporadic e-propagation, where signals may be weak and fading, opening short in duration, enabling fast completion of reliable QSOs. This is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey President of the WIA. And I wish all amateurs a happy and safe Christmas for 2017 and hope we're all looking forward to what 2018 will bring. At the end of each WIA board meeting agenda and minutes is a reminder for the board as to why we are here, namely the objects of the Wireless Institute of Australia. And I focus this Christmas message and thank you using these objects. Now number one is to promote, advance and represent in any way it thinks fit amateur radio and the interests of radio amateurs. Now I thank the many, many affiliated clubs with volunteers that ceaselessly promote amateur radio to the general public. They see amateur radio operators out in the bush, on a car rally, on an equine endurance, boating, canoe, running or cycling event. They see them at Jota and Jyoti, helping the scouts and guides make contact using radio, satellites and the internet. Helping the fire authorities and the SES with radio communications through the Wyson groups. And they see students talking with astronauts on the International Space Station with schools. And many other events and functions that all use amateur radio. Number two object is to protect and enhance the privileges of radio amateurs. Now this involves local, national and international commitments to affiliated clubs, ACMA, IARU, the ITU and I thank the dedicated team of volunteers who ensure amateur radio is at the forefront of lawmakers and regulators minds at all those levels. There are teams of volunteers who ensure that Australian amateurs operate within the parameters set by the regulators. Band planning, monitoring, technical requirements, repeaters, different frequencies, modes are all taken care of by volunteers. Number three object is to encourage an awareness of the value of amateur radio. Now we have a huge team of volunteers I need to thank who put together our flagship magazine Amateur Radio. Our weekly broadcast team of volunteers bring us the news and views of amateur radio each week. And I thank the website and social media volunteers who ensure our presence on the internet is available and accurate. The many volunteers involved with contests, awards and field days demonstrating that we can step up with viable emergency communications when disaster strikes. Our volunteers who capture, maintain and promote our long 117 year heritage of amateur radio as well as the army of QSL volunteers who ensure that the QSL is the final acknowledgement of the contact. I thank you. Number four object, to educate and encourage potential radio amateurs to represent radio amateurs both nationally and internationally. Now working to deliver and continually improve our assessment and learning system that enables us to educate, train upgrade and assess future amateur radio operators is a core function of the WIA. I thank the army of volunteer assessors, facilitators and trainers that this system depends on. 
Last but not least, is to provide services for radio amateurs and those interested in amateur radio. And I take this opportunity to send special thanks to Bruce and Petra in the office. 2017 has not been easy as there's been so many changes and challenges and I cannot thank you enough for your support. I finish by sending out a huge thank you to all volunteers that are involved. You're the heart of this organisation. There are many structures, frameworks, regulations and protocols, but in the end, it's its people who make things happen and make it all hang together. If it was not for these people, then the WIA would never have or continue to exist. I'll finish off by encouraging everyone to spare a thought and reach out to someone this Christmas who may not be experiencing Christmas as a joyful time. The lonely, the homeless, no family, relatives or friends close that they can share Christmas with. Why not reach out to them in some way? Isn't that what Christmas is all about? May your holiday period be filled with RF and some great DX. See you in 2018. It's 73s from Justin on behalf of the WIA board. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, WIA Local News Service VK7, VK3 Papa Charlie, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Kilo Golf 5 Charlie Charlie India, and Foxtrot 4 Delta X Ray Victor, 7,634.775 km QSO, sets new distance record on FO29. David Swanson, KG5CCI, and Jerome LaCoya, F4DXV, completed a 7,634.775 km QSO on December 12 via FO29. This eclipses their previous record on that satellite by 26.62 kilometres and greatly exceeds the theoretical maximum range of the satellite, which is calculated at 7,502 kilometres. Echo India 5.0 Alpha Oscar Mike remembers the Tuscar Rock Air tragedy. Fifty years after the crash of an Aer Lingus Viscount airliner in the Irish Sea, still the largest single loss of life in Irish civil aviation history, Special Event Station Echo India 5.0 Alpha Oscar Mike remembers this tragic event and honours the 61 lives lost. Many people on the ground on their way home from church witnessed several spiral dives as the pilot tried desperately to keep control of the stricken aircraft. 42 minutes after takeoff, EIAOM crashed into the sea near the Tuscarock Lighthouse. All 61 crew and passengers from Ireland, Britain, Switzerland, Belgium, Sweden, the United States and the Netherlands lost their lives that day. Rumours of an errant missile strike and cover-ups by the Irish and British governments abounded. The first inquiry in 1971 answered few questions, but a second inquiry in 2002 found that the Viscount had lost part of its tail through fatigue, or maybe a bird strike, which led to a progressively uncontrollable situation that ended in a dive into the sea. Special Events Station Echo India 5.0 Alpha Oscar Mike, 50 years after the crash of EIAOM, 
has been licensed to operate January through to March 2018 to remember this tragic event. The station will devote one day beginning 22nd of January to remember each of the four crew and 57 passengers who died, with operations culminating on the 50th anniversary of the crash on the 24th of March 2018. Distracted driving regulations continue to be an area of interest for many Canadian radio amateurs. These regulations are made and enforced by provincial governments and can vary considerably from province to province and over time. In Ontario, RAC directors Alan Boyd, Victor Echo 3 Alpha Juliet Bravo and Phil McBride, Victor Alpha 3 Quebec Romeo have been working hard on this issue. On December 15, 2017, the Ontario Ministry of Transportation, MTO, announced that the current two-way radio exemption for amateur radio operators and specified commercial public transit and public function drivers will be extended for a further three years, effective January 1, 2018, until January 1, 2021. While they are hoping for a permanent exemption, this decision by the MTO ensures continuability to operate amateur radio apparatus while mobile. RAC will continue to press for a permanent exemption going forward. Illegal radio operator to no fate in February. Trinidad and Tobago Newsday reports Court of Appeal judges are to decide on the punishment of a ham radio operator who operated radio transmitting equipment without a licence in 2007. The newspaper says... A magistrate's order in 2011, which led to Desi Lee Bonterre being discharged of the two offences, has been overturned by Justices of Appeal Alice York-Suhon and Mark Muhammad. They have substituted a guilty verdict and will consider the appropriate punishment for Bonterre in February. Bonterre was charged by the Telecommunications Authority, TATT, on September 12, 2007, for operating radio transmitting equipment without a licence at his home in Karanagi. He was eventually granted a licence by TATT and Bonterre's attorney, Sastry Roberts, asked the judges for leniency for his client, who he said worked with REACT and the Red Cross. New French National Frequency Table released. The French National Frequency Agency, ANFR, has announced the publication of a new national frequency table that takes into account the changes made by the World Radio Communications Conference 2015, WRC 15. The table includes an amateur radio 60 metre allocation at 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz, but French National Society REF tweeted it is not available for use. The Regulatory Authority for Electronic Communications and Posts, ARCEP, would need to make licence changes, which may take some time. Weird and wonderful, spotting the sunspots of long ago. It is said that there is nothing new under the sun or even inside the sun, as Mike Askins, KE5CXP, told AR Newsline listeners. He said, Sunspot patterns, it seems, have been a human obsession for at least 200 years. At least that's what can be believed from a recent discovery made in the state of Maine. A report that appears on Space.com tells of a journal found inside a small house in that New England state with pages containing writings from some 200 years ago. The subject, sunspots. The journal's contents in an academic paper co-authored recently by solar scientist William Denig of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration and historian Michael McVaugh of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. The 19th century devoted sun watcher was a congressional minister named Jonathan Fisher. The clergyman had at one time practised a more scientific look at the heavens as a math and science student at Harvard University 
in the 18th century. When he graduated, however, he took up the clerical cloth. Still, he never forgot his lessons in science, and when the Northern Hemisphere experienced what historians recall as a year without a summer in 1816, the Reverend kept meticulous drawings of his observations in those now faded pages. Clearly, we have more advanced ways of tracking sunspots now, but it's a comfort to know we hams aren't the only ones who have a tradition of keeping a watchful and sometimes nervous eye on the sky. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW, wishing you all a safe and Merry Christmas. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2018 VHF UHF WA Field Day Contest Day for Summer 13 14 January 2018 John Moore Memorial Field Day will be held over the weekend 17 18 March 2018 and will run from UTC 0100 hours on Saturday until 0059 on the Sunday Harry Angel Memorial Sprint Saturday May 5 10 hours UTC to 1146 UTC Logbook of the World Who Had Support for ZQ WAZ Award Participants in CQ Magazine's Worked All Zones WAZ Award Program will soon be able to use a logbook of the world system available to apply for the WAZ Award and its endorsements. Amateur radio operators will be able to use LOTW logs to generate lists of confirmed contacts to be submitted for WAZ credit. Standard LOTW credit fees and separate CQ award fees will apply. Implementation, documentation and internal testing of the link between LOTW and WAZ is complete. The AWL and CQ are now assembling a team of external beta testers to ensure that the link is ready for widespread use. A separate announcement will be made when LOTW support for CQ WAZ is available to everyone. LOTW has supported the CQ WPX award program since 2012. The Worked All Zones is the second oldest active amateur radio award program behind the International Amateur Radio Union's Worked All Continents WAC award. In the world of DX, we are listening for lots of signals coming from Vietnam. Dirk, DF2XG is active as 3W9XG from Haiphong, where he is working as a project manager for an industrial venture. Listen for him on 40 through 10 metres. He will be running 20 watts and operating CW. For QSL information, visit qrz.com. Also in Vietnam is John, KB4FB. He will begin operating as 3W9FB from Da Nang sometime in early January. He will then move on to Laos and operate as XW4FB before returning to Vietnam in February. He will be on a number of different HF bands throughout. Send QSLs via LOTW. QSOs will be uploaded to LOTW in March 2018. 5B4 Cyprus Special Event LX5B4ALX stroke IZ4AMS is active with the special call sign 5B4XMAS until December 31st. This Christmas celebratory station will be on all HF bands 160 to 10 metres using CWSSB and the digital modes. QSL via IZ4AMS. In the Gambia, Shamazwav SP3PS will be active as C5 stroke SP3PS between the 30th of December and the 12th of January. Listen for him on 40, 20 and 10 metres. Send QSL's virus home call sign. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in England and still nursing a rather nasty sore throat and croaky old voice. 
And as it is very nearly Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3LED, and just ahead of Special Interest Group News, we take a look at, or I guess more precisely, a listen to, intruders. Odd signals on two metres. If you live in Canberra's Western Creek area, have you heard what appears to be Chinese language with music on these frequencies? 144.415, megahertz 144.475, and 144.565 MHz on narrow and wideband FM. The program was slightly distorted. Such signals may occur for a variety of reasons, so the committee at CRARC would like to know if other amateurs in the region have heard them. You can contact the committee on committee at crarc.ampr.org. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group's news. First up, ATV. New video. AO91 integration and testing before launch. AMSAT Vice President of Engineering, Jerry Buxton, N0JY, has released a video report on YouTube titled The Good and the Bad with AO91. During the 12-minute video, Jerry describes what's right and what went a little wrong with AO91. She hears very well, but she had a heck of a time learning to talk. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Ballooning. Space Teddy found up a tree on Waiheke Island. The New Zealand Herald reports amateur radio enthusiasts have helped track down Space Teddy, launched on a STEM high-altitude balloon flight. Space Teddy has been found safe and well, but he's stuck up a tree and faces a night alone in the bush before he can be rescued. The fluffy would-be astronaut became lost in dense bush on Waiheke Island after plummeting back to Earth when his attempt to set a new world record failed. Last year, students managed to launch at 28 kilometres above the Earth until the balloon it was attached to burst. This time, a group of eight Year 6 pupils had set the bar even higher. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Two-part video demonstration working AO91. Peter Parker, VK3YE, has produced two excellent video introductions to amateur satellites. Peter describes his two-part video demonstration as a new amateur satellite has just gone up and it's super easy to work. You just need a pair of handhelds on 2 metres and 70 centimetres FM. Watch the video to find out how to make contacts through AO91 with equipment you probably already have. Naturally, as with all our audio reports... The URLs and contact details are shown in the web editions of this WIA National News Service. While waiting for the next satellite pass, have a listen to livemeteors.com to hear meteor pings as they happen. The pings are a bit more frequent during the popular meteor showers. Interstellar Asteroid Checked for Alien Technology A project searching for intelligent life in the cosmos is going to check the first known interstellar asteroid for signs of alien technology. The odd-shaped object was detected as it sped towards the Sun on October 19. Its properties suggested it originated around another star, making it the first such body to be spotted in our cosmic neighbourhood. An initiative backed by billionaire Yuri Milner will use a radio telescope to listen for signals from it. The team's efforts will begin with astronomers observing the asteroid, which is currently speeding away from our solar system across four different radio frequency bands. The first set of observations at the Robert C. Bird Greenbank Telescope in West Virginia is due to last for 10 hours. 
Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Islands on the Air, AS088. Members of Qatar Amateur Radio Society will be active as A70X from El Saflia Island between January 1 to 6, 2018. Activity will be on various HF bands using CW, SSB and the digital modes. OC016 Jim, WB2TJO, will once again be active as 3D2JS from Tavayuni Island in Fiji between early January and the middle of March 2018. Activity will be on 40 to 15 metres using CW, SSB and the digital modes. QSL via his home call sign, WB2TJO. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Back on November 24 in Darwin, Neil VK8NH, previously VK2TGD and son of Roger VK2KXG, was awarded a Governor-General's commendation for brave conduct. The award related to a flood rescue performed in December 2011 on the Edith River north of Catherine, when a team of three from the Northern Territory Emergency Service were called out. Congratulations on the award, Neil, along with your colleagues. That's all in this edition of WIA Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And from me, Col VK3LED, have a great Christmas. An important part of the Wyong Field Day is always the presentations and lectures. Whether it be learning about new technology or old, it's always interesting, and one follow-on lecture from last year certainly is that. During the Second World War, the US Air Force arrived in England and took over many British airfields and found they had no receivers capable of standard beam approach SBA landings. This was the Lorentz system, which projected two beams down the runway, transmitting on 33 MHz. It used the Morse letter A, didar, for the left beam and the Morse letter N, dardit, for the right beam. In the middle, these overlapped to form a steady tone. A pilot could listen to these beams on approach and fly to the left or right until a steady tone was heard. A 30 to 40 megacycle receiver was built in England by the 8th Air Force radio men from a BC 455 command set. Last year, Ray Robinson, VK2 Nancy Oscar, presented a lecture on such a receiver at the field day and this year he will be following up by covering the transmitting side of the system. If you saw Ray's presentation last February, then don't miss Wyong Field Day 2018 for more of the story and to ask any questions you forgot to ask in 2017. The CCARC are also pleased to announce that the 93.5 FM Radio 50 Plus will be attending the field day on Sunday 25th of February 2018. For information about the field day, please go to Day. For the Central Coast ARC, this has been Ed, DD5LP. Now as we wrap up WIA National News for 2017, it's to our good friends at Amateur Radio Newsline and a little Christmas poem. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the shack, the rig was turned off and the mic cord lay slack. The antenna rotor had made its last turn. The tubes in the linear had long ceased to burn. I sat there relaxing and took off my specs, preparing to daydream of armchair DX, when suddenly, outside, I heard such a sound, I dashed out the door to see what was around. The moon shone down brightly and lighted the night, for sure propagation for the low bands was right. I peered toward the roof where I heard all the racket, and there was some guy in a red, fur-trimmed jacket. I stood there, perplexed, in a manner quite giddy, 
Just who was this stranger? Did it, da, da, did it? He looked very much like an FCC guy who'd come to check up on some bad TVI. I shouted to him, Oh man, QRZ, hey, you by the chimney all dressed up in red. I suddenly knew when I heard sleigh bells jingle, the guy on the rooftop was jolly Kris Kringle. He had a big sack full of amateur gear, which was a big load for his prancing reindeer, transmitters, receivers for cabinets and racks, some meters and scopes, and a lot of coax. He said not a word, cause he'd finished his work. He picked up his sack and he turned with a jerk. As he leaped to his sleigh, he shouted with glee, and I knew in a moment he'd be QRT. I heard him transmit as he flew o'er the trees, Merry Christmas to all, and to all seventy-three. <laughs> I'm Jim Damron, NATNW. Well, thanks for listening to WIA National News. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Unfortunately, due to health issues in the Baker Baker household, I'm going to step down from reading the WIA National News for the time being. And no doubt Justin, our WIA president, will be keeping you informed of what the new plans for the WIA National News are. As I've always said, walk softly. Thanks for listening. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.